Hey, chiropractors, welcome to Modern Chiropractic Mastery with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing, business, and professional growth with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, welcome to another episode of Modern Chiropractic Mastery. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today we're going to do a solo episode, and I'm going to, you know, kind of test out over the next handful of solo episodes um, some just ideas, you know, since I've exited patient care, I've definitely had a lot more opportunity to, uh, read more, try to apply and process information to distill it down really, you know, uh, for you as a chiropractor, you know, I think something that I'm able to do with, with the time that I have to, to really, uh, learn, read, go to places like strategic coach and our mastermind is to uh, really facilitate a lot of information and apply it to um, to the chiropractic practice and the uniqueness of that, and in particular, evidence informed chiropractic. And so that's uh, my goal always is to uh, really sift, sort, and screen through information and give it to you uh, through this podcast and, and other means. And uh, today we're gonna we're gonna dive into conviction, and you know it's something that on multiple episodes it's been brought up. And one of the things that I've seen with very successful people, and in particular, you know, chiropractors for the sake of of our conversation, is a level of conviction. And a lot of people lack that. uh, And and it and it shows. And the thing that I want to like, I've been really kind of musing on this for myself, in my development, um, within leadership and you know, whether it's leading our practice or MCM or the mastermind or just in general, even my, my family. Uh, and, and for you, you could even, you know, really focus this on your, you know, leading your patients and we'll, and we'll kind of dive into that. Um, but I think one of the things that goes awry with conviction is if it's not backed by uh, substance, right? Uh, you'll you'll see people that uh, I love the saying, uh, more sizzle than steak, or more all hat no cowboy for our Texans, and and it's it's true, and I think that doesn't resonate with people uh, when it's just a lot of bluster, and, and you know you you can kind of over time see through that, right? And that's uh, something we don't want to have happen, obviously. And so that's uh, not what we're trying to do. And I've been really, you know, trying to put a lot of thought into that and, and what that looks like as far as what would be a very good process for me and leadership and understanding how to come up with a decision and then, and then roll with it. And obviously um, to where it's got substance uh, to it, right? If you have conviction or you're bold, but there's not a lot of substance behind it, you're you're really going to be kind of a, you know, you're going to lose trust potentially. It'll be a bad experience for the patient or, or your team members. Um, you know, it it might come across as, as disorganized. So I've been trying to contemplate what for me would give me the ability to make a decision and roll with it with, with conviction. And so, um, the substance of what I'll talk about today is this, this kind of process. And um, there's been a couple books I've been reading recently, and, and in particular, uh, one is Creativity Inc. by Ed Catmull. I've, I might have mentioned it before. Just really an interesting um, book on leadership. 
he was the main person from uh, Pixar that developed it and ultimately really was the the operator of the company and the leadership of the company and, and just a lot of good insights into that. And so it helped me start to gather my thoughts on what it would take to be a better leader. And I think you have to understand that leadership is going to be, you know, for your patients, for your team. It's going to be for your family, right? It's not just for your patients. Okay. So it's, it's multifactorial for sure. Basically the process I came up with is a three-step process. And one is I'm trying to gather as much information as possible, given whatever the circumstances, right? Uh, maybe it's a fire to put out in the business. Maybe it's a patient presentation, right? But gather the information as much as possible. And then, you know, from there, process it, right? And, and be able to um, even maybe get some feedback from other people, but you have to process that information appropriately and essentially synthesize the information as you're processing it and synthesize it into a decision. And, and that third is a decision with conviction. You, you have to be able to decide, you have to be able to determine the path you're going to go on, and you have to be able to have that communication with the patient or your team members or, again, your family. Um, and, and for me, a lot of it is uh, not necessarily patient care now, but it's leading multiple teams in what we're doing. And uh, what I've been trying to, I would say I've been good at uh, is gathering the information. Uh, I would say, so ultimately, if I had to kind of give a, a more concise answer of like what the, what the problem was, was not leading with conviction. Okay. So that was my alarm that went off for me, you know, months and years ago. And so I kept on trying to figure out like, where, where can I get that, you know, conviction and, and just go with it. And I didn't want it to, again, I didn't want it to be this more sizzle than steak. I didn't want it to, you know, that's sometimes motivation is not long lasting because it's like putting lipstick on a pig in a sense. So I really wanted to figure out like, okay, how can I, um, feel really good about this decision I'm making and then go with it. And I came down to where the root cause of my issue was really the synthesizing or processing of the information and having as, as many of the variables as possible. It's impossible to have all of them, but really feeling like I got it here and then making that decision and roll with it. And so I've improved my ability to reach out to other experts, right? Whether it's in the field or outside of the field, making sure I'm getting the right information, making sure I'm communicating better, having more meetings with my team and, and getting very good at um, trying to get the information, process it. All right, Docs, here is a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors, and you can sign up for that at bit.ly bit.ly slash propel mcm that is bit.ly bit.ly propel mcm 
Modern Chiropractic Marketing, right? And so check out that link. And we're going to have you go over five SEO secrets to owning the first page of Google uh, without buying ads. And Darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly slash propel MCM for the one hour free workshop. That process part was where I was um, struggling. And, and ultimately, um, that was hindering my ability to lead with conviction and, and with that decision that I've made. And an interesting thing that I've, you know, going through this process too, and, and coaching a lot of chiropractors, one of the things that I'm just going to give it a kind of an example, and you can extrapolate this out, this out to, to many things, um, is a lot of chiropractors have a very hard time looking that patient in the eye and giving them a treatment plan. That's got a little bit of meat to it, right? I'm not talking about six months. I'm talking about maybe 10 visits or eight visits, right? But a lot of chiropractors have a hard time sitting down across from that patient, going over the information with them and guiding them and leading them and developing a reasonable treatment plan, right? And uh, as I dug into that, a lot of it was uncertainty of the information out there of what a reasonable evidence-informed treatment plan would be. And so one of the things that's helped was that through Clinical Compass, and I got this information from Jay Greenstein, and, and it essentially lays out evidence-based guidelines for conservative care, treatment frequency, and duration, right? And it goes through acute care versus chronic versus exacerbations of things, uh, subacute, right? It gives you all these things, uh, complicating factors, it's not a cookie cutter approach. It's guidelines with the evidence and showing what you need to be doing for a treatment plan. And, and it's amazing. Once I've shown this to chiropractors that I coach that are struggling with giving good treatment plans, it was there. It gave them the ability to see the evidence, the, see the information, process it, and kind of get their you know sea legs with it and understand the the chart that it that it is, and then feel really good about the decision-making process of leading that patient and giving them a reasonable treatment plan to get them better quicker and to actually sustain those results. And that was like a key thing for a lot of chiropractors. And that's just one example of going through that process of getting the information, you know, the correct information, processing it and kind of synthesizing a decision and, and having conviction around it. And I think if you start to apply that in some areas you're lacking conviction, uh, you'll be able to um, lead your team better. And, and I always revert back to that diagram I, I wrote in chapter two of my book, and it's what type of chiropractor are you? And it's a you know four quadrants. The horizontal axis is uncertain and knowledgeable, and the vertical axis is bold on one end and timid on the other. And like the kiss of death is when you're uncertain and timid. And some of the characteristics of that doctor is, you know, timid, uncertain, stuck, no trust develops with the patient, ineffective, doctors scared of their own plan, and it's a bad patient experience, right? Then we, we run into people that are um, uncertain and bold, and this kind of is that, you know, all hat, no cowboy, um, is the disorganized, loud, uncertain, bad experience, loss of trust, where they're they're not certain. They don't have the knowledge, the proper knowledge, but they're bold and, and they're going to be loud and, and, and they're going to just kind of be a bull in a china shop. 
And then you're gonna have the folks that are timid but really knowledgeable. And and that could, you know, that could be tough too. And that person, you know, is timid, smart, skilled, unsure of influence, um, second rate experience, reluctant to lead, and patient will stop coming in when they're no longer getting results. And I think a lot of a lot of uh, evidence-informed chiropractors fall into this because I, I believe a lot of you are very knowledgeable, um, but you're timid in it. And that's where you're lacking that conviction. And maybe if you run yourself through that process of, you know, feeling good about your decision-making, you'll get better at that. Because ideally, you want to be that bold and knowledgeable, which is, you know, bold, smart, organized agenda, clarity of path for that patient. It's a first-rate experience. And the doctor provides leadership. And that is the key to having successful patient outcomes and, and having a successful patient. Uh, sorry, having a successful practice. It is so important to be able to provide that leadership and honestly have some challenging conversations. Again, whether it's with your patients, your team members, or your, or even your family and friends in your personal life. And I always go back to that Tim Ferriss quote, and I'm not sure if it's his or if he took it from someone, but it's in one of his books. And uh, I just love it because it's so true. And, and it is, quote, a person's success in life can usually be measured by the number of uncomfortable conversations he or she is willing to have, unquote. And so I think that goes a long way in understanding what it's like to have conviction around something and be able to not be afraid to have that uncomfortable conversation. And a lot of times it's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable conversation because it's, you're in your own head. It's not uncomfortable for the other person. You're just in your own head and you can't get out of it. Right. Uh, and that's a, that's a problem. And so you got to make sure that you're doing that and, and getting very clear on the fact that it could be your own hang up, go through the gathering information process, uh, you know, and process all that information, synthesize it, come to your decision and lead, lead your patients, lead your team, lead your family. And you'll, you'll really get that. Now, some of you, I know, or you know, maybe you're lacking some confidence. You know, obviously, I think with conviction, um, some people might call it certainty, right? Um, th there could be an underlying confidence problem, but I do think um, a lot of it will be handled with gathering and processing the information appropriately. But for some of you, you may be early on in your career and you don't have confidence in the clinical skill set and your determination of treatment plans, and I get that. And so keep on working on getting better. That's where you may need to get a mentor or a coach, something like that, that can really help you through that process. You may need to be going to some seminars and fine tuning your, your evaluations and assessments and treatments for sure. And, you know, you might be 27 years old and fresh out of school and, you know, some of that will come with it, but, you know, there's no reason why you can't uh, fast track that again without you know, making it a sugar high type of thing where it's false bravado, uh, but you actually have the substance. And, but, you know, some people go many, many, many years without having the clinical confidence uh, at a healthy level because they don't do enough to get there. And so you can fast track it if you're in that scenario as well. And so um, I just, I just seen too many people that are struggling chronically um, there's not a lot of conviction there. It's pretty wishy-washy. And then I've seen so many people that are, uh, you know, what, what they would or we may consider successful, whether it's in practice or in other avenues of life, 
and there tends to be a level of conviction there and it's authentic conviction with the substance. And I just want um, you to start considering that and, and look for, you know, some of those blind spots you may have and be honest with yourself and seek out some guidance and coaching to help get you there because uh, you can. Uh, yeah, some people naturally have more conviction than the other. I get it. Uh, but just like anything else, like whether it's public speaking or optimism or anything like that, you can learn it and you can get very uh, good at it and, and, and be better than you were. And that's all we're trying to do is to keep on being better than you were and not necessarily comparing yourself to other people. But I do think if you can start to implement a little bit of these strategies we talked about today around having some certainty or you know conviction, it's going to serve you in your practice and in your personal life. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you want to make the shift from busy, broke, and broken to time-free and cash-confident, or you just want to continue with the exponential growth, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Look at the MCM Mastery tab, watch the short video on there, and check out what we are doing now for evidence-informed chiropractors. We are equal parts coaching and marketing done for you. Yes, you shoot some videos. We help you with campaign strategies and ideas and really become a thought leader in your community. You shoot those videos, you send them to us. We produce, edit, and brand them to you. Then we distribute them through all of your channels. We also take them and we turn it into one good blog per month. And every other month, we have Darcy Sullivan producing a robust blog with a topic that you pick from her database to help with your SEO. So we essentially become your content marketing agency to make sure your practice is always having ethical, elegant content marketing to help grow your practice. On the coaching side, we also help you with everything from marketing ideas to business, communications, finances, anything practice growth and really try to help prevent you from being stuck on that island. And we hold you accountable. We have a great group of doctors that are just doing amazing things. And we look forward to help you out to take that next step in your practice. So again, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com and learn more. <music>